You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Food feature. Right, this afternoon we're catching up with Desmond Mabuza, one of Joburg's most successful and celebrated restaurateurs. And his restaurant signature is just a must-have premium experience. I think, well, I was just reflecting this morning that there's, from the quality of the food, um, the salmon sashimi is just sublime. I, it doesn't matter what I'm there to have or what I haven't, what I want to have that evening. It just has to be accompanied by the salmon sashimi. It's just sublime. It melts in the mouth. So it always pr- uh, um, uh, serve up high quality uh, product, you know. Um, and then there's this incredible professional staff who give such great service. And the atmosphere, just the distinct touches of luxury and the customer focus really, really sets sig- signature apart. It's like restaurant royalty in the real sense. Whether you're there for uh, a night uh, on your own, a night out, or you're there as part of an event, I think the team never misses the beat. They always deliver. But through this lockdown period, not only has Signature survived COVID-19, but they've also thrived, in fact. And they've opened a new restaurant, Level 7 Restaurant and Sky Bar, um, which opened, I think, early October. It's at uh, the the top floor of Joburg's new Radisson OR Hotel. And uh, we join Desmond Mabuza now, the owner of Signature Restaurant and Level 7 Restaurant and Sky Bar, to catch up and to look at what it is that they're doing so so right, you know, so differently and so right. Hello, Desmond, how are you? I am doing great. Thank you for having me, Ada. Yes, it's lovely to have you on the show. Um, when I, I was just thinking about how COVID has been such a test for businesses, you know, it's been like the ultimate test, hasn't it? It's like a test on how a healthy business um, can can adapt and, and, and survive really trying times. How did you respond okay. to the challenges of COVID? Look, I think uh, to a great extent, uh, it, it uh, you know, having a great track record and a, uh, and a loyal following that trusts you and trusts your brand uh, kind of stood us in good stead in the sense that um, uh, obviously when things were closed and completely shut down, the first lockdown, that was, an, that was a nightmare of a period. Uh, but no sooner uh, restrictions were relaxed and we were able to have customers coming back online, uh, it was like we've never left. Mm. Uh, and... <laughs> It's for some reason, I think, uh, strong brands that, you know, have the sound fundamentals in place, uh, you get rewarded when times are tough because mm. your customers will come and bet you and be there for you. And that's exactly what, what, what happened in our case. Yeah, I think we always hear that. We hear that from, uh, uh, you know, business coaches. We hear it as part of business school teachings. But this yeah. is it in practice, right? Right. Yeah, I love that, that you actually experienced it in practice. And you went as far as to open a brand new business. Um, tell me more about uh, Level 7 Restaurant and Sky Bar. I haven't been there yet, but it absolutely, I haven't been, but it looks absolutely gorgeous, Desmond. Let me tell you, pictures don't do justice to it. You oh have my. to come here, see it, feel it, and you get a good sense of it. Yeah. yeah uh, the reality of you know, Level 7, we started planning well before COVID times. And, uh, you know, the development of this nature, you end up finding, you start spending a year and a, and a, year and a half in advance. Mm. And uh, along the way, COVID happened. So it, we didn't plan for that to happen in, in, during the, you know, in, in the midst of our planning. And um, so once you've started something, you got to see through it and uh, 
and obviously uh, make sure it happened without the open. So we ended up opening about seven months later than planned mm-hmm. uh, due to COVID delays and restrictions and the like. So last year, October, uh, we opened and uh, it's a year later, as you speak. Yes, and I can see that yeah. it still has the same luxury, uh, the same kind of opulence that we know and associate with the uh, signature, you know, the institution that it is now. Exactly. <laughs> and and then, what, was very interesting, yeah? what was very interesting, I mean, uh, Level 7 was situated at the, uh, uh, right above the Redison Award Tambo Hotel in Campton Park. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the developers approached me a while back, uh, back in March 2019, and they said, do you want to do, would you be keen doing a restaurant in Campton Park? Mm-hmm. You know, like most people, when you hear Campton Park, you know, you don't necessarily associate it readily with anything upmarket, fine dining for, the, for that matter. Yeah. And uh, I thought, well, let me just go have a look. Let me just have an open mind. And after a couple of weeks and months of just starting out the area, and I realized there's actually a market here. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of estates that are in the area. Your Serengeti Golf Estate is like five minutes drive away from, from us. Alberton, um, there's also quite a few estates there. Uh, Dunblane, Equestrian Estate. Mm. We're nine minutes away from the airport. Um, so it's literally a hub for, from a conference point of view, business activity. We have 250 rooms of Redison Hotel below us. Mm. The convention center also on the property. So, and a lot of people that live in this area where they didn't have anything upmarket to go to, they typically would drive all the way to Sandton to have an experience of a fine dining nature. And uh, so it, it made sense that I, I, I look at this thing and uh, I must say a year later, I'm quite happy with the decisions that I made. Yeah, so new baby that you've added to the portfolio. Oh, I just love those poolside, I don't know, what are they, cabanas? Are they day beds? That uh, Cabanas. You're right. Yeah, they overlook the city, they overlook the pool, and they have this draping on the sides. That's just, you know, if you want privacy, it just looks like the place to be on a Friday. Uh, that Yeah, it's just, it looks really sublime. Were you involved in the design and really the the, 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 the finish of the place? Very much. I always get involved in my, in my restaurants from the design aspect. Mm. And then... My wife, who happens to be the interior designer for the, for all my restaurants, and her and his team did a phenomenal job. I think they knocked the ball way out the park yeah. in this one. Yeah, uh, it could be it could be anywhere in the world. In, in, in absolutely, in, uh, in yeah. The Mm, yeah, I agree with that completely. But you've also been busy with this thing called the Restaurant Collective um, that uh, came about during the lockdown. What is the Restaurant Collective and uh, what what does it seek to achieve in the restaurant industry? Yes, the Restaurant Collective is a combination of, uh, I was actually, it was started by uh, Natasha from Tasha and um, right. Grace Harding, CEO of uh, Ocean Basket. Uh, if you recall, it was literally put together within weeks last year during the course of the hard lockdown. Mm. Uh, if you recall, last year we were shut in March of 26 lockdown, mm. and uh, restaurants were supposed to have opened in level one, which would have been October, November of that year. So to stay closed for eight, nine months would have just been a, a disaster for the industry. So we were to put something together come together and sit down restaurants because we have specific needs because uh, other other associations come up quite broad in terms of what they represent. Mm. You know, the everything from takeaways, the fast food outlets, et cetera, et cetera, uh, and sit down restaurants and specific needs that we thought, you know, they're not quite given attention and uh, we needed to sit and put something together that we can uh, educate and inform government as to how the sit down restaurant can be responsible. We formulated protocols, et cetera, and motivated uh, to a great extent. 
uh, that we, we can be responsible and can be allowed to open earlier. Mm-hmm. And as such, we allowed, uh, we, we play a key role in being open at the end of June, which, would have, which was level three. So we opened about five months earlier than we would have had that, uh, had that not been the case. So uh, it was it's, it's something that we thought as an industry, which is typically very fragmented, yeah. we needed to have a one uh, uh, unit on voice uh, that represents the specific industry of sit-down restaurants. Mm, because you were being clumped in with other types of establishments that yeah, don't necessarily take mm, and so taverns. Exactly. Mm. So when government makes a decision, we all get lumped in one, you know, one big club. <laughs> yes. Which we find rather unfair because a lot of people come to our restaurants, you know, you know, we're quite responsible in terms of how, you know, people dine and drink and there's, you know, the, the level, in, in, in most cases, you know, typically, you know, the social distancing aspect of it happens anyway. Mm. People are quite responsible in the drink, etc. So the whole banning of alcohol was rather unfair to the likes of, uh, to us, sit down restaurants is what we felt. Uh, and those, those are some of the things that we've had to artic- articulate to the government so that, you know, uh, the right meaningful decisions are made. Yes. And, um, well, it's been incredible. That to survive. Yes. Mm. No, Desmond, thank you very much. It's really been incredible to watch um, your success over the years. I think you could give a masterclass on really how to be a successful restaurateur because the standards that you've maintained are absolutely unbelievable. Um, you are right up there, as I was saying earlier on, as part of the royalty in restaurants in, our part, in this part of the world. Um, oh, yeah, I was, I was thinking, and one of the things that you do so well, one of the touches that I think makes customers feel very special are the steak knives, you know, with customers' names on them that get brought out whenever you, whenever customers visit. So how did right. that actually come about? And how many knives do you have back there now? My goodness, you know, we have a wall in our kitchen, both restaurants walls, and uh, we're sitting left literally just under 2,000 people's knives. <laughs> I'm actually running out of wall space. <laughs> No, that's definitely one yeah. of the really unique touches that elevates yeah. the experience. It's just one of those things that we, that, that you know, it's a little something from our side that says we recognize you, we appreciate you, we appreciate your support, and uh, here's something that's uniquely yours. Every time you come to Signature, mm. you have your own special cutlery that you'll be able to use to, to dine with us. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you for your time today. No, thank you, and enjoy. We sent you some some dishes that you can. I think you will sampling, mm-hmm. and uh, hope you enjoy. Yes, absolutely. So there was the flamed salmon sea bass. Uh, so if you are a fish eater, seafood lover, there's plenty on the on the signature menu. And then there was uh, the beef and truffled cauliflower. And then the salmon teriyaki. Oh, I know I'm making you salivate now about lunchtime. And then for dessert, there was the baked cheesecake, the Ferrero Rocher tiramisu, and then the berry uh, semifredo. So any of these, any of these, whenever you go through to their restaurants, winning really, really delicious dishes. And like I said, um, if you love salmon, this is definitely the king uh, of of all salmon. So, so sublime. So it just melts, absolutely melts in the mouth. And it's a treat because it's one of those, uh, you have to keep watch of the fish that is being offered, of course, to ensure that you, you select fish that is still healthy in our oceans in terms of stocks. So whenever you do kind of do one of these treats, it's always worthwhile to do a high quality, a beautiful piece of, of fish because it is a treat considering um, the state of our fish stocks presently.